in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hi, everyone. Hello. Thanks for listening to another episode of us bantering on. <laughs> yeah, this is episode one hundred and four. Sweet. Yeah. Did you enjoy your Chinese New Year? I did. I went all the way around the world to Mexico to the Yucatan. It was really, really cool. It was very cool. And I stayed here. <laughs> you held down the fort, and that's important. Yes. <laughs> right. Well,、um, before we start, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has left us reviews. On iTunes,、um, I don't know if you guys know, but、um, reviews really help us, or at least like giving us a star rating really helps us get found by other people.、Um, so we really, really appreciate that. And also,、um, we are now on Patreon, and I would just like to thank Taylor and Edward for pledging. Thank you. Yeah, it's really, really great. We were really surprised by that. Yeah, well, we had like we hadn't even announced it, and we we like someone had already given it like given us a pledge, so that's really cool. Awesome. Yes. Anything that we make there is going back into the show, so、mm -hmm. hopefully, if more people can pledge, if you like the show and you think it's valuable, that would be really cool,、um, and we can do some more fun stuff. Yeah. If we've got a little cash infusion behind us. Yeah, more videos and fun things like that. Yes. You, <laughs> yeah,、uh, anticipation. Nora, do you have a fact about China for us? I do.、Um, so I found some kind of weird photos online、mm. of a marshland in China. All right. Yeah. So it's called the Red Sea Beach, and it's in Liaoning Province, which is in like quite a bit north, like、mm. borders with Korea,、uh, South Korea,、cool. um, and also to the eastern side of China. So it's in the northeast. Um, and it's this big marshland, and it's it looks like it's from Mars、mm -hmm. because it's red.、Mm -hmm. Like all the plant life there is this bright red color. Oh wow!、Um, yeah, so it's a red plant that's called Sueda salsa, which I like. That I was like, oh, so it's just salsa everywhere.、Um, so it's the largest wetland and reed marsh in the world, and it's、oh. also a breeding ground for the red-crowned crane, which is a very rare bird. To see, so it's really cool. So I recommend you、um, check out. I'll put a link also in the、yeah. show notes to some pictures.、Um, but check out the Red Sea Beach, China's Red Sea Beach. The photos are just out of this yeah, world. It looks so alien.、Cool. It's really cool. Nice. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so、uh, I have a news article this week that comes from Tech in Asia, and、um, this is, the headline is、um, "Journey to the West: How China's Online Retailers Are Taking the Battle to the Rural Front." So this is basically、um, how a lot of people. So in in the past,、um, and we've talked a lot about how there's been an like an infusion of immigrants into.、Um, Cities like Shenzhen and Shanghai and Beijing, because、um, most people get a higher salary there, and then they send their work and they send the money back home to the the villages or towns that they they come from.、Um, but actually, this article is talking about how people are moving back to rural towns、um, because, in fact, they can live just as well there as they they you know they could do in the city, and it's more it's. Their life, their life is is more pleasant, I guess.、Mm. 
So, um, but this the, the the main element of the story is actually how people can have access to all like e-commerce. So um, they can order from Taobao or um, Tmall, and everything is now uh, sent to. They have like these. Um, post offices where everything goes and people can instead of traveling hundreds of, of miles to get their parcels it's all now going to these small like post offices where people can go and collect their items oh. which sounds like it should be a thing anyway but in the past people could just people so there's a there's a, an example of someone here um called uh, Ji Yong Tao who um returned to uh the Gansu province from Shenzhen 5 years ago and he na he only has to drive 10 minutes to pick up his parcels from the Kang County's rural Taobao station, which is set up for people in rural areas to, the, to get their goods from Taobao. Um, but when he first moved home, um, e-commerce was like basically unheard of, and he had to drive 200 kilometers to the nearest city to get parcels. Wow. Yeah, so he says, uh, even uh, according to this article, even farmers are using Taobao now. <laughs> and Getting so seeds and yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't Soil. know. I don't know. Just uh, I think just buying like normal things like clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um so so but basically because of this salaries are now increasing because people are able to work as freelancers in their own hometowns with their be with their families and they can still have everything that they had in the city. They can order everything from Taobao from their clothes to food and have it all delivered to them. Which uh -huh. is kind of cool. That's so, really cool, isn't it? So um, there's a an example of a freelance marketer earns um, sixteen hundred US dollars a month uh, in in China, it, uh, which compared to the basically the average in a, in the major cities is only twelve hundred US dollars. So they're earning more. Yeah, that sounds a lot. That sounds quite good, actually. Yeah, especially if you're lot? living for you know fifty mm. UN per day or something, yeah. you're probably saving eighty percent of that money. So you're just right. banking. Yep. Yeah, and very there are no, nice. there are no malls or anything, so people really are very reliant. And obviously, these e-commerce companies are really like trying to you know, for example, they're building this what do they call it Taobao Station, um, so that people have access to all these products. Nice. So the yeah. Well, it's a win-win. I mean, if oh, they can yeah, reach absolutely. more customers. Yeah, but who knew? I didn't. I didn't no idea that this was happening. <laughs> Have you seen the new uh, Taobao app for old people? No, uh, no, but it's somehow there's something ringing a bell there. Yeah, so this is along the similar lines because it's also reaching a market that is mm -hmm. um, hasn't been really using Taobao or e-commerce that much. So that's yeah. the the grandma, grandpa generation. Right, so right, what right. they can do is they can, it's a simpler interface mm -hmm. and they push products to them that are less than a hundred kwai. So they have all these deals okay. and the coupons um, that they have, on because Taobao has a lot of these coupons and group buys and this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. The coupons that they have are much simpler. So they've oh, basically nice. just like made the process really simple and they made the font bigger and they've made the <laughs> homepage really simple. Mm -hmm. um, and then they can request to their daughters or sons to buy. So they don't need to put their credit card in. They just send a request to their wow. kids to Great. buy it for them, Brilliant. which has become this huge wow. deal because all these grandmas and grandpas who, you know, they, they, want, they like the deals, sure, you know, so they yeah. get pitched all these really amazing, super cheap deals like a hat for 20 renminbi. And, like, you can see all these deals. Right. I read an article about it, but it's, 
it's genius because they don't need to enter any credit card or payment mm -hmm. information. They don't need to enter any shipping stuff. It all just gets sent. The request gets sent to the kids right. who are obviously more tech savvy than yeah, they are yeah. and then they handle all the yeah. details and they live with them anyway probably yeah probably so it's all i mean it's all within the family mm -hmm. i i i saw something i think it was related to this where they were they're now using like older people to make, create videos for e-commerce and stuff. Oh. I think it was related, but I, I can't remember the whole story. They're just getting these, like... There's been lots of articles of videos recently about these, like, dancing grandmas. <laughs> like, doing, like, hip-hop style dancing or whatever. Like, And they're, they're going to use these ladies for e-commerce. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like watching a grandma dancing right? hip-hop? Come exactly. on. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay, so um, our question today comes from Alex, and uh, she says, Hello, I came across your podcast and listened to it all night, because I'm going to live in China at a boarding school in Beijing for a year as part of an exchange program. The thing I worry about is that I will be bullied, um, and that I might not be able to handle it. What do you know about Chinese uh, upper-class teen culture, and how hard should I expect to get my ass kicked? <laughs> we, we laugh, but we don't. We would hate that to happen to anyone. That's just that just sucks. Yeah. Um, when I first read this question, I I thought, wow, like that's such a, an, a a very precise question, and it's something I've I've never thought about. Yeah. Um. What what do, what's your like immediate response to this? Like, how do you, what do you feel about this? Well, I remember we did try to contact her again to ask her for more details because I. Yeah. I'm just wondering why she thinks that it's gonna, you know, gonna be like that in China. Yeah. Because from what I've seen, just living here for eight years, people here are non, like, not physically confrontational that much. From what mm. I've seen, I saw I've seen way more fights in the U.S. Oh, yeah. I feel and like, yeah, I feel like men especially are more testosterone, and even women are more like testosterone driven mm. and you see more physical fights and physical aggression yeah here in china you see some verbal arguments but very rarely do they actually turn into physical violence i'm not saying it doesn't exist yeah, here yeah. but from what like if you ask me which country has more peaceful people like the u.s or china i would definitely say china um, although you hear about police brutality, and I'm sure that there's bullying and, and everything in the schools, but mm -hmm. I would be very surprised if there's more bullying per capita, let's say, in yeah. China than in the West mm -hmm. in general. Yeah, I think we're going to look into this, obviously, like as we go through the episode. Um, but my, my feeling is that perhaps... Um, I mean, bullying in schools, like, kids can be really awful, so I think it yeah. must happen all over the world. Even in very disciplined schools, like, kids can be really nasty. So, I guess if you've, if Alex has experienced bullies at home, then maybe this, like, she's concerned that it will continue. But, um, my instinct was that it's, it would probably be, it probably won't be as bad. As back, as back home. Yeah, I think also we need to establish whether or not Alex is Asian mm -hmm. or a different race. Because I think that um, it seems that Chinese people are harder on, let's say, ABCs, uh, yeah. American-born Chinese. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
So if she, if she's Chinese, she, she, I don't believe I don't believe she is. Okay, because I think I think I just just a hunch here, and actually it's really it was really hard for us to dig up specific statistics here because I think bullying is one of those issues that's it's just seen as not a big deal here. Yeah, right. I mean, compared to the I feel like in the West we make a big deal out of it, like. The bullies are punished. You know, if, if you find out that there's a bully, then they get punished. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot more intervention here. It's kind of like, unless it reaches a level of, like, a criminal level, it seems yeah. to be kind of just swept under the rug. Like, oh, just deal with it kind of a thing. Yeah, actually, that's a great place for me to jump in because mm-hmm. I actually found an article on... Well, actually, what I want to start with saying is that if you search for bullying in China in Google, it's all going to be negative. Like, talking about this, it's, it's, of course, stories exist because it would just be the same in any country. Like, And there's a billion people here, right, so exactly. sure there's going to be incidents yeah, of bullying. That's it. That's it. Um, uh, so this story is about um, a, a 10-year-old boy who was bullied at school and his mother basically felt so let down by the school's response that she she started to post on social media on Weibo and and it went viral um so the school as you just said Nara like schools are not very interested in or don't think it's a big deal to punish bullies um and so she but she felt like really let down by the school um they did they refused to punish the bullies um, she asked for certain things. She she asked for the the parents of the bullies to apologize. She asked for her son to be protected from further bullying, and that for the bullies to cover medical expenses because the son was diagnosed with acute stress disorder. Yeah, I don't really want to go into that because I I kind of feel a bit that's sometimes there are cases that ha- like in China where things are very much exaggerated i, I oh, mean yeah. i'm not downplaying bullying i was bullied as a like when i was at school and it's awful um but i want to change the subject very slightly do you remember a long time ago i told you about um so my husband has a training center and there was a big a glass window and the kid ran into the window oh. and he the parents took him to see a, a shrink basically because he was so traumatized and they wanted his train center to pay for the and it was a lot of money because extortion he was, that's just yeah. extortion yeah. so yeah yeah anyway uh, anyway that's uh, that just came to my mind with that situation um and yeah they're the basically the the school teachers consider bullying to be normal mm-hmm. in in school in schools i think also an issue is that a lot of times the kids that are bullying um <laughs> They're usually the rich kids or the powerful kids. So I think the schools are also afraid to reprimand mm. parents who are mm. either giving donations to the school or could potentially get them into trouble. Um, I think that's a big part of it. Because yeah. from what I read, uh, a lot of the time it seems like the bullies are from wealthier right. families because they know that, that they sense. can't get in trouble. That makes sense. I didn't come across like information like that, but it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. And... Um, a, a lot. So, based on this this article, um, people are basically saying that. I mean, we've talked about this in Chinese culture that if you've only got one child, you're going to protect them a lot. And I think a lot of Chinese parents have a tendency to overprotect, and and I think a lot of the time they might not believe that their their children were capable of bullying. Mm, mm-hmm. So, so I think they would defend their child. I mean, you. I think there are in the the West. It's you might get 
both of those parents, like a parents who saying, "Oh, my child would never bully," like, like he's he's such a good boy. But then there are other parents who are going to be like, "Yeah, if he if he bullied, like you should punish him." So I think I I, I think that parent, that second parent is maybe more common. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you I don't know what you think about that, but but here I think it's more like I'm going to protect my child. I, if I only have one of them, then how how could they possibly do something like that? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going through the parents' mind. And maybe they're also thinking, well, maybe the victim is asking for it. You know, like, who knows? Right. And sometimes I think it's true that they are. I mean, sometimes I don't, I mean, I'm obviously not endorsing bullying. But I think no. sometimes kids, uh, in a way, are asking for it. I'm sorry to say that, but I feel like uh, sometimes kids make themselves the target, which is also... Um, I'm digging myself into a hole here. <laughs> I, I want to jump in there because I know I. I mean, from my perspective, like I think some children bullying can be exacerbated because some children make themselves victims. Perhaps they'll make they'll make things worse. Like even if someone just says a bad word to them, it will become worse because the bullies say, "Oh, wait a second, he's just like made himself a target. He's gone to the teacher. He's told on me." So you like now we have like an issue between us. Now I'm gonna make like it's worse now. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I think Possibly. there's there's some. I'm just saying there's not. It's not always one sided blame on both sides. So I can mm. see where parents might argue and yeah, like you said, defend their kids at school. Yeah. And I think the teachers in particular. I've heard in China the teachers are a lot of times scared of the kids because they're scared of the parents. Right. Right. Um, yeah. because they're they're worried that if they you know, treat a child wrongly, then the parents will, yeah, and they're going to get fired or, you know, have some problems with the school. So I think the dynamic in schools in China is quite a bit different Mm. than in the West. It's true. Yeah. I think in the West we tend to respect the teacher's judgment more than the kid's. Yeah, they're all the most part because yeah, they're nothing to do with social status, really, does it? I don't think. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Mm -hmm. But I think in China, it's not the same way. I think teachers a lot of times are on very thin ice to keep their jobs, and it's just really competitive. And Mm -hmm. so they're all they also don't act the same way that they might in the West, just because of job security and and other things. Who knows? Like some of the school, like the school that I worked at when I first came to China, the kids there. Their parents were, like, running the city, Mm. you know? So you have, like, the police chief's daughter, and you have, like, the man who, like, just bought the skyscraper in, you know, downtown Chengdu. I mean, Mm. they were really, really powerful parents and extremely wealthy. And so the the teachers who are, they were working for 1,000, their salary was 1,000 renminbi per month. Wow. Which is less than $200 per month. So, obviously, the power dynamic is not, it's not equal. Mm -hmm. So, I could see where they would be afraid um, to, you know, make any waves if it wasn't absolutely necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I came across, uh, I'm I'm jumping a little bit here. Um, I came across a story about some teenage girls who have been sentenced to hard labor for bullying. Oh. I don't know if you came across anything like this. No. So this is very recent. Um, 14 girls aged 15 to 17 um, were involved in a five to seven day trial program 
um, in the Tongzhou district. I'm unfortunately I'm not sure where that is. I should have made a note. Um, and uh, one one student was even given a sentence of one year and ten months. So these young offenders take part in a grueling course involving military training. Uh, after which schools assess whether they are fit to return to studies or whether they should be expelled. I love this. I love that. That's the type uh, of punishment that I would want for my child yeah, if they were a bully. When I read like, it, I was like, to mil- the this, military. Is really, this is really good. Like, something is being done, you know. Um, I think that really hard physical discipline really resonates with kids and is one mm-hmm. way. I was reading this... Um, study about how taekwondo especially for little mm. boys how much just taking a taekwondo class disciplines them because it gives um, them yeah. a way to express this physical aggression but in like an acceptable environment right right and i think with bullies a lot of times they're dealing with these internal issues like they they're trying to because you never yeah, know yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah. story you know what i mean they could be abused at home right. or you know they could have other psychological issues um, and so a lot of times I think they're just, they don't know what to do with this physical aggression uh, yeah, and I they don't. take it out on somebody who's weaker than they are. Yeah. And so I think if you give them an outlet, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, I think that's to me the best way to, let's say, rehabilitate a child who is a big bully is to just force them into some kind of like physical, mm-hmm. like extremely grueling physical discipline. And yeah. I think it kind of resets the... Absolutely. That's, that's my... Yeah. I think the discipline in general, like, although we've talked a little bit about how school, like school in general in China is quite like, there are lots of routines and there are lots of rules, um, including not, you know, you know, you can't have like a girlfriend or a boyfriend and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that this idea of, of discipline is exactly what is like what's lacking in a way because they're obviously like as you said the the teachers are so afraid of being of losing a job or whatever that they 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 can't really discipline properly i guess i'm not yeah. i've never been in like an, i've never been inside a chinese like I, i'm gonna just focus on like high school for example but i don't know what it i i don't know what it's like at all i can't imagine well, I just remember because that, that school that I was working at was middle were, school and high school, mm-hmm. yeah. So I had classes with both the middle schoolers and the high schoolers. And I remember one week in particular where they had all learned the F word. And so, yeah. <laughs> Who taught them that, Nara? <laughs> I don't know. It sure wasn't me. But I was walking through the hallways all week that week, and I'm just hearing this, Teacher Nora, F you, like, from all over the place, like, the whole week of just, F you, Nora, F you. They're just having fun. They thought it was the most, the funniest thing in the world. I mean, the kids, like, liked me. We had a good time. But they had learned that word, and they thought it was so hilarious. And what does it mean to them? Nothing. Nothing. It means nothing to them. They just knew it was a bad word, and they were expecting to get a reaction out of me. But none of the teachers, so I'm, like, walking to class, and I'm hearing this, Teacher Nora, F you, Teacher Nora, F you, Teacher Nora. Like from, because it's like a school that was maybe three, I think three or four f- floors high and right, it's all right. open. Oh, and see. so they would like lean Sounds over the like rail. <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of like, a lot of those Chinese schools look kind of like prisons. Um, and I just see these kids like yelling at me from three floors up, F you. And none of the teachers, none of them did anything. And I think that's wow. one of the reasons is just that they're afraid. They were afraid of the kids, afraid what to do. And maybe they didn't really understand how offensive it is, but come on. Yeah, some, some of them must have known. 
Um, but yeah, but I, they don't care. They don't. It's 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 like okay, they don't know the meaning, or even if they do, they don't care. Right. right. I mean, a lot of these, as you said, their parents are extremely wealthy. They're not taught to give two hoots about anyone else, really. Yeah, a lot so of I'm times, not. I'm, yeah. I'm generalizing. I know that's course, not true because I've met some really nice, like. Um, high school kids here actually we all know there's a little emperor syndrome here in china big time so Mm -hmm. i don't think you're off base yeah no i um so i love cora i don't know if you looked on cora at all yeah i found some bits and pieces yeah so i i don't know maybe we will overlap a little bit but um i found a a thread and i'll actually um we can put that in the show notes too because it's really interesting Mm. and the question that's asked on Quora is, is bullying in schools common in China? Right. Yeah. So I wanted to read out a few of these answers because I thought they were really oh, insightful yeah. because they come from Chinese, Chinese kids. Right. Yeah. Great. Who have grown up in China and gone to school in China. So here's the first answer. So is bullying in schools common in China? The first one says, it depends. Most bullying happens in quote-unquote bad schools, which are easier to get in and have a less rate of sending kids into highly ranked colleges slash high schools. You'll have to pardon the, the some grammar issues with these because these are non-native speakers. Mm-hmm. In those schools, there, there can always be bullying in each class. That doesn't happen as much in better schools. However, there's also chances that one would be bullied in a quote-unquote good school by students with rich or powerful family backgrounds so mm-hmm. that one cannot search any legal support unless it goes to the internet. The biggest problem with bullying in China is that a lot of teachers are indifferent to bullying because they underestimate the effect bullying has on the personality of both sides. Take myself, for example. I was in an average-ranked middle school which was known for having harsh rules, but for many times I was bullied for being a weirdo. And then he, he writes, The only thing that I know I did wrong was being arrogant because I was more knowledgeable than most of my classmates. <laughs> but people also bullied me for not being masculine as a boy and other reasons. And my teacher just let that happen in front of the class. Also, mm. you can find news about teachers not responding to bullying events in China told by parents of bullied kids. Yeah, so it mm. go, goes along the same lines yeah, as yeah. what we were saying. Okay, so here's a second one. Is bullying in school common in China? And that this one says yes. And I'm sorry to say that it is hor- more horrible in China. I've d- I read. I remember yeah. these. Yeah. Sometimes many people, parents, teachers, schoolmasters, po- polices, <laughs> would make the victims more despaired when they ask for help. They may belittle the suffering of the victims and let the bad guys get away. Officers are always absent when people are facing bullying and domestic violence in China. And I have heard about domestic violence mm. being an issue in China and that yeah, um, authorities are very hesitant to get involved. With any domestic matter, I mm-hmm. think they're very hesitant to step in and get involved with family issues. So yeah. I think this it makes sense that they, like the the police officers of the city would be very unlikely to get involved with a case of bullying in the school mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i've got a couple more here um so the third one so i've got four says yes and very bad i met many times in elementary and junior high school when i got home my father told me if someone is bullying you don't be afraid if they want to fight fight them then there was no such thing i'm not sure exactly what they mean there but they're saying yes <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the last one says, different answers may be different. When my students rarely bully, everyone is trying to learn. I think he means when I was a student. 
People rarely bullied. Everyone is trying to learn. There is no time to bully others. My student days are my good memories. So it's mixed. But as I found it really interesting to to hear from the horse's mouth of kids who oh, are... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I was quite surprised. Um, I, so I found some a few statistics. Um, so I found... This was from the... Uh, the 21st Century Education Research Institute, which is a think tank in Beijing, and they surveyed just over a thousand students from 12 schools in the city, uh, four primary schools, four middle schools, and four high schools, and it said it found that nearly half of students had been intentionally bumped or knocked down by classmates. About six mm. percent said they were targeted by bullies on campus every day. So, actually, that's not that much. But then I found other articles that suggested. Half of all, like half of students said that they'd been bullied at school, it's and I so think what bully, yeah, bully though. is very bully can be uh, so many different things. I think, yeah. And if you're just like, if someone just says a nasty word to you, is that bullying? Like, okay, if it happens every single day, then yeah, I mean that's really going to affect you, mm-hmm. you know, psychologically. But if it's just one word, I don't. Know. Once, or like, like getting pushed in the hall. I mean, oh, it's bad, but come on, everybody's. I mean, I don't know if I would consider. I mean, it is bullying. It is, yeah. but it's it's not. I w- if that happened to you once in your whole time at school, and then would you say that you were bullied as a child? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a fair um, thing to say. Like if someone just <laughs> pushed you once, like I don't know. It's really hard to set the. Like some kind of a, it's just very subjective. Yeah, I was looking I at different um, statistics for like countries in Europe that had the most bullying. Mm. Oh, um, did you find it? It was like a PDF thing. No, oh, I just I, found like was... one of like a top ten list oh, or something, okay. and a lot like each each list that I looked was different. Yeah. Like, and the the like country number one for one of the lists was Austria, and I'm thinking, come on, I think that. <laughs> Probably in Austria and Germany and these, like, Western European countries, bullying is taken way more seriously. I mean, these there's countries in Scandinavia where, like, you spank your kid and they take them away from you. Right. You spank your own child. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think a parent has a right to sure. choose how to discipline their kids, yeah, I and I don't believe in beating children, obviously, but I think if, if some kids just need to be spanked, that's my opinion. But um, I think that in countries like that, where they wouldn't even allow their own, own parent to spank a mm-hmm. child who has been naughty, um, it, bullying is probably, like, the incidence of bullying is going to look really high. Because yeah, any little thing that happens that could be construed as bullying, like any little mm-hmm. comment yeah. or a little roughhousing mm-hmm. is going to be added to the list. So yeah. I think it's really hard to know. And on the other side of that, there might be some people who might not want to admit that they have been bullied for whatever reason. Right. So it's both, if it's particularly law, then it could be that in that country, people just don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Which is... Yeah, so I think it's really hard to know. Because I was hoping to find some comparison. Yeah, I couldn't find anything either. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of disappointed. I just found some, like, in the US, apparently between one in... F- uh, one in four and one in three U.S. students say they've been bullied at school, but mm-hmm. I can't really compare that with any statistic that I found in China, like according to stuff, you know, bullying in China. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not really helpful. <laughs> yeah, it's really. Uh, I did find out find out that um, there was a law 
um, China lays down the law on school bullying in uh, December uh, last year. Mm, December twenty okay. ninth. Did you see this? Yeah, yeah. So they they are actually creating a comprehensive plan uh, to prevent bullying at schools, um, even going as far as expelling or sending to reform schools. Um, serious cases of bullying, said, uh, the ministry said, would be directly handled handled by the law. I I mean I feel like these kind of uh, sort of like reform schools seem to be quite common. Did you? I don't know if we talked about this in a previous episode there, there are those schools where they send kids who are addicted to like gaming oh weird places like that it yeah just seems bizarre yeah Can you, I, I don't i mean i just feel like only in china because i've never heard about those things anywhere else in the world like because you're addicted to gaming then they send you they to send you to school. like a military <clears throat> extreme school. like yeah yeah but then I, I understand in the US that people send, you can go, you can, your parents can send you to the military, right? Like if yeah. you, if you, if you don't. Well, not the military, do, military, oh. but these like, like a military school. Okay, but for like, like military, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. No, they can't force you to be okay. in the army. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's just like training. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, do you ever watch Malcolm in the Middle? No. Oh, that's a, the, the, the oldest son he goes to. Whatever, one of those military camp. <laughs> um, yeah, I also found um, that in like a uh, in China, the law doesn't punish children under fourteen for oh, yeah, crimes yeah, that they commit. That. So that's kind of like hmm, if they know that, they kind of get a free pass to do whatever they want. Which is quite a surprise, <clears throat> considering how they treat criminals in China in general. Mm-hmm. That was quite, that's quite a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe because for for crim- like adults, the punishment is so severe. Yeah. So maybe they're. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It says even children between 14 and 18 only get really light punishments. Um, of course, unless it's like for a case involving murder no, or something yeah. like that. Um, but I don't know. I think once you get past 14, kids really need to be responsible. Even before so. that, like, they need yeah. to know that their actions do have consequences. I know there are, like, um, studies on how, the, especially with boys, it, like, although we would imagine that they're, they know better, like, it's say 11 or something, their brain hasn't fully, like, something to do with that part of their brain hasn't fully developed yet. I, so I don't when know is exactly. it supposed to develop? I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, by 14 years. I'm still waiting for right. my husband's to <laughs> Just kidding, love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was interesting um, going back to this whole, like the kid that was saying in this Quora thread mm-hmm. that all oh, the parents or the the teachers would just watch it happen. I think in general, um, in China, people tend to watch things happen and not get involved. Definitely bystander effect. Yeah, the yeah. bystander effect. Um, and so I would understand why bullying might be worse in that in- instance, just because nobody would come defend the person being bullied. They would just yeah. watch it happen because yeah. they're just, I guess they're just concerned about getting involved with it. Yeah. And if there's no discipline, if there's no one, like we talked right at the beginning, 
if there's no one gonna say to you like this is not acceptable you're just gonna keep doing it because mm -hmm. apparently they don't feel any remorse <laughs> well yeah and that goes like i found another um I, actually i'll put a link to this i i watched an interesting video on youtube mm -hmm. about um bullying in china oh, so really? we can put yeah so we can put the link in the show notes cool. too um and they said the education is like so concerned with testing that it lacks the education of love so in mm. China, the religion is the party. Like, they don't have, mm. uh, you know, like, dominant religion here in China because um, it's an atheist country. And so I think their educational system, it sounds like it doesn't lack a whole lot of moral um, training, like talking about love right. and, like, family dynamic and caring about other people. I think those, like, we used to have a class called Guidance. I don't know if they have this anymore in American schools, right. but it would be, like, once a month, and we had this guidance teacher come in. And there's all these jokes about these guidance teachers because mm -hmm. they're very, they have, like, very touchy-feely um, lessons, like, oh, this is a warm fuzzy, and this is a cold prickly, and <laughs> you need to give people warm fuzzies. It was like, warm fuzzies are things that make them feel warm and fuzzy, oh. and not give... You know, they had all these kind of, like... They would have us watch videos about domestic violence, and um, <clears throat> just, you know, all this, like, kind of moral character training. This is being a good person, and this is being a bad person, and this is what you should do if you encounter a bad person, mm. and this is how... You know, you can help change the world with love. You know, like, we used to get that education at school. I don't know if they still do that. Yeah, reminds me of Donnie Darko. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> did you find the thread in Quora that was about... So the question is, if you are a non-Chinese attending local schools in China, do you get bullied? No, I didn't. Okay, so this is, like, exactly what this... Br brilliant. Yeah, what Alex asked. is asking yeah, about. right. Um, and I'm not sure if I agree with these answers, but we can at least read them through because these are also from Chinese people. Right, so, right. so that's not too much. Three of them. So the first one says, One sad fact about bullying is any slightest difference is a reason... I did come across this. Yeah? Yeah. Is a reason to get bullied. If you may get bullied because you're fat... Oh, you... Well, like I said, some of the grammar here is mm. not... Anyway. You may get bullied because you're fat, thin, clever, <clears throat> slow, beautiful, ugly... Then there is no doubt you may get bullied because you are foreign. However, one advantage of being foreign is teachers tend to give you extra attention. This may prevent some active or hot bullies, but cold ones still exist. So I'm not exactly sure what they mean by hot and cold. I imagine it's a direct translation from Chinese. They, they probably have these classifications, mm -hmm. hot and cold bullies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think what they're saying about the foreign, about the teachers paying more attention to the foreign kids would be true. And I don't think that, because they're saying, oh, if you're, if you're different from everybody, you're going to get bullied. But I don't think a foreign kid would be held by the same standard. I don't think so either. Yeah. yeah I don't. And, and on the second <clears throat> note about the, so you've got the teacher's, atten you've got more of the teacher's attention. I think that might even make it worse. Mm. I mean, okay, so for, if you're a foreigner, let's say, you, you, I think you're less likely to be bullied. That's just how, I, I mean, I, I think you might be held with more like, because you, if you're if you're the only foreigner in the class or whatever, I think you'd be more interesting. Yeah. I don't think you're a target the same in the and same. And you're way. just kind of unknown. They don't know about you. They don't know your background. They don't know like what family you're coming from. I think right. people would generally just kind of not want to get into that. 
possibly. Like with these other kids, they probably know their whole family history. They know, like, if they're a high, you know, if they come from a lower class family, they know that their parents aren't going to be able to afford, you know, like mm -hmm. they're not going to probably get any kind of, you know, punishment for that. And so they're more likely to bully, I think. I don't know. Yeah, so there's two more answers to this question. So the second person says, it depends on which school you attend. If you are a normal human and the school is not so bad, you will not get bullied. Yeah. And then the third one says, no, you won't get bullied. And instead, you may get better consideration. So two out of three mm. say no. So I don't know. Um, I'd be really interested to hear from anyone who has attended a yeah. school in China, whether you're an ABC or or wherever i don't know how you say a broad born <laughs> yeah, chinese maybe yeah, that yeah. could also be <clears throat> wherever you're born mm -hmm. and have attended school in china or if you're a foreigner and attended school in china i'd be curious to know whether or not this is true and mm -hmm. we'd love to hear your stories so yeah, absolutely put them in the show notes at written chinese.com slash uh no slash 104 episode 104 episode episode 104, 104. <laughs> yeah. brain dying slowly no <laughs> um yeah we were research heavy on this one like we've i mean it's a great question to be honest and i i really like I, I hope that alex if you're listening that you you have a good experience in your school and i i think you will i think so too i i think it's i i don't know i i, I think bullying happens all over the world and i just i just i hope that you're enjoying yourself instead of worrying about being bullied <laughs> yeah yeah I don't, I don't know. I don't think it'd be more likely to get bullied in China than anywhere else. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, do you have any more points? No, but I do have um, the word of the day, Excellent. which I think is really funny. Um, so the word is for a bully or like a scoundrel. Oh. So the word is guen. So uh, not to be confused with uh, which is the exact same. <laughs> Um, pronunciation, fourth tone with just an E. Uh. Um, so, uh, it means evil. Oh. Yeah. It also means, uh, also means hungry, by the way. So you might have heard that, well, uh, is not saying I'm evil, it's saying I'm hungry. So yeah, so, uh, is evil, and then, gun is, is like a stick. Oh. So an evil stick is a direct translation for a scoundrel or a, a bully. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that one. Yeah, yeah. And we'll link to that on our, our show notes for this episode, which, as Nora just said, is on writtenchinese.com slash episode 104. Mm -hmm. And we'll have all the links to uh, Nora's YouTube video and all the articles, because we found quite a few articles, and some we've um, we've probably taken a bit from, but there'll be you know a lot more information, including that news article um, about the e-commerce stuff. There was a lot more stuff on that, but, you know. Cool. Yeah. And don't forget to leave us a voicemail with your own questions about life in China, any aspect of life in China. You can mm. leave us a voicemail at writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. Yes. Or you can leave it on Facebook. Um, we're at Two White Chicks. That's T-W-O. Yes. Or on any of the show notes pages. We'll find your comments anywhere. Or you can even send us an email at support at writtenchinese.com. It's just... Holly and I are behind the scenes there. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> one of us will find your message. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Hope you listen again next week. Bye. Bye.